You're listening to Discovering Multifamily, where we discuss all educational topics in commercial real estate with an emphasis on multifamily apartment investing via syndication. And now your hosts, former NFL fullback Brian Leonard and Anthony Scandariato. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Discovering Multifamily podcast with Anthony Scandariato and with Red Knight Properties. And um, today we have a very special guest here with us. We actually, before starting the show, we realized we grew up in the same town, uh, Mike Russo, who's, who's now in Boston, Massachusetts. Um, but Mike has a pretty extensive background in global luxury uh, residential real estate. Um, he's got two decades of industry experience. And uh, specifically what we're going to focus on today is where he's at. Um, he's the founder of Spark Offer and Spark Auction, which is uh, disrupting the residential uh, real estate agent market to some extent. So we definitely want to hear uh, more about that. So Mike, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Great. So talk to us about your background and the industry and um, what you're up to now with these yeah. two companies. So uh, I've been in the industry almost 20 years and I've touched pretty much every part of it. So, you know, starting out back home uh, near Morristown, New Jersey, my first job uh, in the real estate space was for the largest franchisor in America, which is was Sendin, is today Realogy, uh, owns brands like Century 21, Caldwell Banker, ERA, Sotheby's International Realty, Better Homes and Gardens Realty. They own Corcoran in New York. So it, it's a massive company. And I worked on the franchise sales side, actually going out and talking to people about changing their you know, local independent brokerage to Sotheby's International Realty. And that's really how I got started in the luxury space. I actually, one thing we didn't talk about before the call is I actually am a father of five children. So when I, after I had my fourth child, uh, my wife and I decided to move to Aspen, Colorado, kind of stop traveling and living that that crazy corporate life. And I was the owner of the Sotheby's International Realty in Aspen from 2006 through 2009, riding through the crash. Uh, one thing, and one thing we, I'm happy to get into the show too, is with the, the exuberance in the market, everybody's asking, is this 2008 again? Um, but you know, in Aspen after the crash, I just said, hey, no one actually needs to buy a home in Aspen. No one's moving here for work. And so I combined my brokerage after the crash with my nearest competitor. To, we were the number one and number two in the market. And I founded with another group of people. Uh, they actually had started a little bit earlier than my arrival. But in 2010, I joined as a partner of Concierge Auctions, which became the largest luxury real estate auction firm in North America. And, and in seven years, we sold a billion dollars of luxury homes uh, up until the point that I left in 2017. So, so that's, you know, in relation to some of your audience, then I spent the next couple of years seeing if I could take everything I learned from a lot of my clients over the years and actually invest in real estate. Um, and, you know, I did some fix and flips. I bought some houses at auction on some of the big auction platforms like HubZoo and auction.com. I, I bought some REOs in competitive multi, multiple offer situations, which is what led me to actually develop Spark Offer. And then, uh, and then in mid 2018, 
uh, I decided to go to work with with a buddy of mine that had also built um, an auction company in the charity auction space to build Spark Offer and then Spark Auction. So that that's been the last uh, twenty years. Excellent. It's twenty years in two minutes. So yeah. So so Mike, so talk to us about uh, Spark Offer and Spark Auction. Sure. So so what I had said a minute ago was that. During the process where I was doing some investing, I, you know, an agent puts an REO house on the market. Um, you know, usually like many things, it either pe- the market likes the price immediately and people come out. Uh, and it doesn't matter if it's a $100,000 house, 500 or 10 million, right? If the market likes the price when a property comes out, usually that's your best time to sell. And or they, they start the lowering the price game until the point where it reaches that the market gets activated. But in the case of some of these REO houses, I had made an offer, made what I thought was a good offer. And then you get the proverbial call to say, hey, I'm sorry, we've got multiple offers. So we're going to go to best and final or, you know, sorry, your offer didn't get picked. And, and it was a really frustrating process. And number one, what I tell people that I coach or consult with or what have you, you know, I don't care how ethical you think you are, like how, what, how great of a person you are in the real estate business. The minute you call somebody and tell them that you have a competing offer, they all think you're lying. Right. And so, so that was the problem that I went to set out to fix with spark offer. Right. And so spark offer is, in its basic nature, a multiple offer platform, or it could be considered like a sealed bid auction, but it, it, in its essence, it's a multiple offer. So, so what happens with spark offer is people come and they, they, whether it's got an agent or a seller direct or what have you, they encourage people that are interested in the property to watch it using spark offers platform. No different than you see on almost every, any website, right? Zillow, Trulia, what have you. Like you're waiting for alerts. Except I built a platform that either a buyer can make a non-binding offer and, you know, on the platform itself. And the reason it's non-binding is I believe anything that has contingencies is non-binding anyway, right? Um, or an agent can make an offer with the standard forms that they use in the local market for their client. And what happens in that case, when that offer gets submitted, it then alerts everybody that's watching the property that there's been an offer placed on the property, right? So the system is now communicating in real time to anyone that has an interest, hey, there's one offer on this property, there's two offers on this property, there's three offers on this property. And so it creates not complete transparency like an auction, because an auction will show prices. It just shows that there is a real offer present. And how and that how many of offers have been in, put in place, and then from there it just goes on from there that the seller can actually go to best and final and alert if they have multiple offers that you know you have x amount of time to submit your best offer, um, or uh, they can start a, a, a negotiation through their phone and say, hey, I'm countering. This is what I'm countering. What have you? And it all gets captured and encapsulated in our system, but. What we've shown through the years that since we've launched it, it's only we launched it in April of 2019, so it hasn't been quite two years, is that even properties that seemingly don't aren't in that 
you know, mad rush of like, oh, it's got five offers or what have you. Uh, a lot of times we'll get a second offer, right? Because how many times has anyone listening to your show or yourself or what have you in the real estate space said, met the person that said, you know, I was watching that property and had I known like that, that it was going to get sold, I would have made an offer before it was too late. And with Spark Offer, from a buyer's perspective, they can do that. And from a seller's perspective, having more than one offer always is the best position to get the best price. Right. So it's to sign up for Spark Offer, it's your everyday retail buyer that can sign up, correct, for this platform? And, and seller. The seller. Okay. So, so then how do the buyers connect with the sellers? So we use, I mean, we market the properties that are on Spark Offer, but, you know, so we have two different models, right? Either an agent lists a property using Spark Offer for their client, right? Or a seller comes and uses it themselves. And in the case where the seller wants to use it themselves, we actually go and put it on Zillow for them, right? And we do that for two reasons. One is most sellers don't know this, but when and there's a large, large contingent of people that say, hey, all the buyers are on Zillow. That's all I need. And I can do that for free. And, you know, in a lot of cases, they're not wrong. Except, and this is the thing, the feedback we've gotten from our sellers that have used our platform directly, is that when we put the property for them on Zillow, we actually screen the calls. We have a call center that screens the calls because we're helping them avoid all the text and phone calls that they're getting from solicitation on, Hey, list your house with me. Um, actually the stories and pitches I've gotten are just actually amazing. Right. Um, I've had agents actually call and say, Hey, I, I just want to market the property and work open houses for you. And it's, so you want the listing you want to pitch? No, no. I just want to market the house and work open houses. Right. And it's, it's like, it doesn't make sense. That's what the listing agent does. But, um, but that's why we do it. A seller direct, come put it on our platform. We'll put it on Zillow and Trulia for you. Um, we'll send all the bona fide inquiries directly to you. And also we market the property to our own database, our own client set. Uh, we really awesome at digital marketing and, and that will also build the watcher count. So, um, this way, anyone that has a bona fide interest will get alerted when an offer comes in. Excellent. So it uh, sounds like a good, you know, a good opportunity to reach a broader audience, especially if they want to, um, I wouldn't say cut out the, the middleman, but almost um, avoid, you know, avoid the back and forths, back and forth game. Um, so a question is, so how are the agents, you know, the, the, the agents that represent the sellers, how do they find out about Spark Offer instead of just putting it on the MLS like, you know, 98% of agents do? And obviously, you know, that syncs to every single website eventually. Um, so how do they find out about Spark Offer? Um, I mean, most of it's just been, you know, word of mouth or they saw it out there. I mean, there, there are the cases where we do have properties that were listed both by an agent in the MLS and with Spark Offer. And so in that case, we give them language for, you know, agent remarks that sellers requested that offers be submitted via Spark Offer. And so, um, but that, but that's how they find out about it. It's usually through our digital ads. Um, Agents, you know, 
agents serve a great resource, right? The, the industry is definitive, definitively going towards that of the financial advisor, right? Which is, is what is your value proposition? It's an advisor, right? No, it's no longer the gateway to the MLS, right? Because there's two facets there. Either one, sellers can be on Zillow and Trulia directly, or like we put them on directly. And 90% of the people in, in the country searching for real estate are searching their website. And so what more buyer reach do you need? Right. So that's number one. Number two is, you know, so what's the MLS in relation to for the seller? This it's to put my property in front of the other agents to bring a buyer to my property. And so the that's that and that can be had in many markets, quite honestly, for as low as four ninety nine. Right. Um, there's all these these, you know, list your house in the MLS for for peanuts. Right. And so, and that's a growing. So therefore, like if you take those two things, like one, I can do something totally for free Two, I can do it for a relatively low cost and only pay somebody that brings me a buyer, then where's the value in hiring my own listing agent? So number one is I want them to do everything, right? Which is, I want them to take the photos. I want them to show my property. I want them to do all that. And even that is on a very specialized local basis, right? Some listing agents never show the property. They just put a lockbox on it and the buyer's agent comes and walks through the house with their client, right? So that's something that somebody that's interviewing an agent, they should discuss, you know, are you personally showing my house or one of your team members or are you putting a lockbox on it and just giving the code to the buyer's agent, right? Um, and then two comes down to, you know, how sophisticated the seller is on actually working through the sale on their own, or they really feel they need an advisor. And that's why I'm stressing this term, you know, rather than an agent, more of an advisor that I need this person's counsel to see me to the end. Right. And I think that, I think that's the real value add for a real estate agent today, right. Is, is they've got to be local experts and, and I'm talking real local experts, not just on, you know, where's the best place for coffee, um, but actually in real estate values, the market, what's happening, you know, transactions and what it takes to complete one and, and actually bringing that value to their client. Excellent. So what would you say a percentage, your percentage of your business comes from, would you say it comes from the sellers or agents? What's the kind of the breakout? For that the majority of our business comes from sellers but um but it's still a mix on whether the seller has an agent or doesn't have an agent right so the highest proportion actually still do have an agent mm-hmm. right and so um but we are seeing trends that more people are doing more themselves excellent and then on the auction side spark auction how is that similar different what's the relationship so it really comes down to, they're two totally different products, right? Um, it, and it really depends on what you want out of it. So what I mean by that is we do a, a range, a guide range on Spark Offer, right? So I'm willing to take offers between, you know, a million and a million three or 500 and 550 or whatever it is, right? 
And that works really well with creating also some level of transparency. But the world works in static pricing. And, and there's two types of clients for, that are prospects for auction, right? One is I'm listing my house. I know it's going to sell really quickly. And the best way for me to get the most money and to, to create the most fair and open process to the buyers is to have people that are qualified to bid, gets a bid on Spark Auction, and they can actually see in real time, here's the highest bid. And do I want to pay more than that or not? Right. And that process will keep going until it's been exhausted. Right. And where the multiple offer process tends to fail is that there are people that feel like they got snubbed, right? Like, oh, the, you know, my client, you know, you get the proverbial call. My client decided to go with the other offer, right? Well, why? You know, what was better about it? What have you? And people didn't think that they got a fair, fair shake at it. And so for auction, everybody competes on the same terms. So some a seller or their agent could say, uh, we do everything with undisclosed reserves, by the way. So it either meets the reserve or it doesn't. And the, sell, the system will alert the people bidding when it's met the reserve. So now they know it is selling to the highest bidder. But for example, everyone's buying the house as is, but you know, in the common market, maybe you have a mortgage contingency, right? Compared to auctions on auction.com or HubZoo or what have you in the distressed marketplaces, all those you have to be able to pay cash. Right. But those terms, we coach with the seller to say, hey, here's probably what's best for you to meet your goals. Right. But it's clear, it's open, it's transparent. Um, and so on Spark Offer, it's, it's a guide range. The seller can treat it just like they do everything else. And if they want to refuse all the offers, they can. Right. It also gives people to have the latitude to make their own terms. You know, I want to sell a credit. I want this. I want that. Whatever it is that they want to put. We also see in, in this market people, you know, attaching the letters, right? The heartfelt letters. Um, you see that. You see that quite a bit. And and so the, so that's one aspect. Like it's a hot property. It's going to sell quickly. The other is sellers, and this is my experience in luxury, right? Sellers, there's a very thin market for the amount of people that can even buy your house. They've typically put their house on the market. Um, it hasn't sold. They've probably tried a couple of price reductions. And this is the negative side of Zillow, which is Zillow tracks every price reduction that you've ever done in all time, in all history, like a bad tattoo, right? On a drunken night. And so the... So sellers that typically go to opt for auction at that point aren't willing to display some you know, new price that may or may not work. Um, sellers are actually become uh, you know, fearful, paranoid. Uh, you know, they, they just become really you know, apprehensive about changing the price anymore because it hasn't worked for them. And so it actually, it trains them in a negative way. And so, so that's why in that case, an auction could be a good use for a client where saying, Hey, I'm ready to sell. Come show me your best price. And, but I'm not going to go and reduce my price anymore. Right. Sounds like it comes down to transparency on both, both fronts at the end of the day. So 
My my whole focus is is the world need the world in real estate wants more transparency, and I'm here to give it to them. That's awesome, Mike. Uh, how can people find you? Learn more about you. Sure. So they can go to sparkoffer.com, and they can they can find us there. They can call us at eight four four six seven six seven six five one, or they can email me directly at mike at sparkoffer.com. Excellent. So Mike, I want to thank you for coming on our show today and we'll have a link to the Spark Offer website as well as the phone number and, and the email in the iTunes description and on our social media description. So definitely, if you're interested in learning more about the platform um, or about Mike, feel free to reach out to him. And if you don't mind, uh, audience, if you liked what you heard and or saw, if you can please give us a rating and ranking on iTunes, that helps uh, Mike and my message get out to a greater audience. So really appreciate it and hope to have you again soon, Mike. Awesome. Thanks, Anthony. Thank you.